Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 167. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Horror My Friend. The grunge rock trio from Adelaide returned earlier this year with their first new music for 2022, entitled Devotion. In today's episode, we are speaking with Tom, Josh and Sam about the band's new sound, their songwriting process and being back on the road again. Here we go. Our guests today are an alternative rock band from Adelaide, Australia. Having spent many years touring with the likes of Hockey Dad, Gyroscope and The Cribs, they finally marked their return earlier this year with their first new single in over two and a half years, entitled Devotion. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Tom, Josh and Sam from Horror My Friend. Hello, gentlemen. How are we? Good. Good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you all for your time once again. No worries. Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure. Now, um, it is a little bit late in congratulations, but uh, I believe that they are in order for yourselves. Um, you did return earlier this year in March with a brand new single, Devotion, uh, the first new music from you guys in almost, I think, about two and a half years. Uh, firstly, congrats on the, the single because it is a fantastic track. Thank you. Thanks so much. Cheers, Simon. Uh, my absolute pleasure. We have to have something out after a while. Um, I think... Yeah, I was going. Yeah, I was going to ask what, what, because I understand obviously COVID kind of put a pause to a number of artists and what they were doing. But for you guys, what caused that kind of time frame in, in taking a break? And then, I guess as part of that, what made it the right time to come back and um, get Hara, my friend, back on people's radar? Who's got mm. this one? Sam, you were talking <laughs> before. <laughs> uh, the right time was because borders reopened, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it was just like, cause Tom's been living, uh, in Wollongong for the whole pandemic, terrible timing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of like, uh, I don't know. It was kind of a good pause in many ways. Not, not saying that COVID was, was great, but, um, uh, yeah, I think it was just, uh, just gave us an opportunity to do nothing and, and not have to like any pressure on ourselves and then yeah then naturally it just started you know borders started opening up and we could go back to a studio and record um with a bit more of a plan of what we're going to use the recordings for and yeah just sort of happened pretty like organically yeah that's awesome was there any point um 
throughout the pandemic, I guess a lot of musicians, sorry, musicians had to adjust to finding new ways to work and collaborate. Did you guys ever have, even if not recording, but kind of, was there ever any Zoom rehearsals or songwriting sessions with the band or was that just like that didn't kind of work? I think we, the only times we act, we, we chatted on the phone a couple of times and just hung out. That was probably about it. And then every time the borders opened, even if it was for like a couple of weeks, just like jump over to Adelaide and hang out. But I guess there was, there was like less of like a purpose, like in terms of let's practice or let's do this or that. It was just with how things were at the time and just like how things were kind of extending forward with no specific endpoint. We were just like wanting to just hang out more than be like, let's make sure we have this record ready to go or this song ready to go or whatever. And I guess it kind of just happened naturally, like Sam said. Yeah, of course. Did you find that, um, that it, I guess the break was kind of good in terms of making that reconnection as, as friends again, or as like, not just bandmates, but kind of finding that, um, I guess the, after a certain while bands can operate as a bit of a machine and being able to stop and slow down has helped re, uh, I guess re-energize the band in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Josh, you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think we've always like been pretty solid friends. Like, so there's, I think the band's like more of a way that just enables us to hang out and catch up really. Um, but in saying that it's kind of been good. Like we caught up a couple of times to do some writing like, over the last couple of years, um, uh, which was nice, I guess, to get into that creative mindset again, as well as just being friends and hanging out and having a good time. Of course, yeah. I think that that definitely <laughs> that definitely helps. <laughs> um, I I believe that because the song uh, it does mark a, a tiny bit of a sonic shift for you guys. I think that the uh, quintessential sound of horror, my friend, is still there. The alternative rock kind of uh, sonic palette is still there, but you guys have added little elements of maybe electronica or shoegaze. And I think Tom, this came from a guitar pedal that you bought and then kind of were inspired by? Yeah. Um, the, the pedal is like this, is this old reverb pedal that Kevin Shields from my bloody Valentine used to use where, um, it's just like a reverse reverb effect and like every shoot, every like classic shoegaze band uses it. And I was just like, I just wanted to use, do a song using that. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of how it started. It doesn't really like, it's cool. Cause you, like you play and like you don't really hear like a start point to the like hitting the like hitting the strings or anything like that. It kind of just washes in and it stays like that. There's no specific like star or end to the note. Um, so that was really cool. And um, I think that we was trying to just do something a little bit different, like maybe more ambient or like even electronic. Sam's always been like bugging me with uh, – electronic artists for like years and years. And I always was like, I hate electronic music. And then <laughs> over the last two years, I started getting into it. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Um, so Sam was right. Is the, <laughs> is the moral of the story. And that would be the, the lead quote of this, um, this whole interview. Right? <laughs> for once. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
was going to say it is a podcast, but people can't see that Sam is nodding along as uh, Tom was saying that he's right. I mean, he's not wrong. Well, what do you think, Josh? Do you agree? <laughs> sorry. Oh. I'm ask- I was asking questions in the middle of a podcast. That's your job, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. All good. Josh, do, Josh, do you agree? <laughs> um, there's no point in- at this point in time because I've been put on the spot. I can't think of a time when Sam was wrong. All right. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't really got an answer for you there. I'm sorry. I, I believe he has the potential to be both and the potential to be whatever he wants to be. And if he believes he's right, then that's that's good. Go, Sam. Very diplomatic answer there <laughs> from Josh. Did that help? That's pretty existential. Like, if every, what if everybody thinks they're right? Like, every a lot of people who have bad beliefs think they're right sometimes. That's true, but everyone else can think they're wrong. You're wrong too. So, <laughs> I mean, look, Josh, I'm going to have to take you off as a referee from my from my uh, from my resume, but don't don't take that personally. It's just it's just business. Just business. Yeah, if the if the, jo- if the boss calls up and goes, "What do you think, uh, Sam?" Oh, he's, he's not really right or wrong ever. That's what I'm saying. I can't, have that. I, can't have that. I need I need you to be I need you to be in in my corner. All right. Or, or no reference. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be all? I can say <laughs> you're always right every time. Yeah, I think that would float. Okay. All right. You got to the bottom of that. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> Thanks for your patience. Look, we're here to mediate. We're here to do whatever we need to do for the bands. <laughs> um, with. Uh, I guess with that sonic shift, was it something I know that you said that you were kind of thinking of doing? Is it discussed when you guys are going into the studio to write? Is it discussed beforehand what you kind of want to experiment with? Or is it just you'll you'll try something and, and see where it takes you and kind of go uh, go as you come up, come across it, I guess? Uh, I'll ask, I'll ask Sam because he's never wrong no. or never right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I would say probably not premeditated really. I feel like it's just a natural extension of uh, you just listening to new stuff as time goes on and getting mm-hmm. excited by new things. Uh, yeah. I don't think we've ever really discussed like sat down and being like, hey, we're going to go in this direction. I feel like um, we're really very purposeful. <laughs> That's probably true. In anything we do. <laughs> we just do it. I find that uh, the, the cover art for the single as well almost gives off uh, like a little bit of an electronic artist uh, vibe or that there's something is, seems like there is a shift in general with, with the band as well. With that, I guess, uh, and, and, with a bit of a change this year as well. I mentioned that it's been a, a few years since we've had new music from you guys. You did also sign to a new label earlier this year, which is very exciting. Um, they're, they're a fantastic Australian um, of a much bigger international label that look after some of the best Indian alternative acts um, around the world. I guess, how did that come about? And um, yeah, with, with changing the sounds and image of the band a little bit, is that to take that next step? as a band and I'll direct this one at Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wow. That's a tough one. I just, I think maybe, uh, I think 
in terms of like having an attempt with uh, like changing like the visual aspect of the band, I think we've always kind of gone for or like went towards like like really kind of like lo-fi VHS kind of style stuff, like with our previous kind of video releases and whatnot. And even just in terms of like um, just styles and like press shots. So I guess in this case there was a bit of a uh, maneuver out of that into something a bit more like crisp, I suppose. Um, and then, yeah, I guess that was like an interesting change. Um, and yeah, kind of exciting to like explore um, the visual aspect of the band outside of what we've usually gone for. Um, and then, but yeah, but so it was pretty cool. Sam put it all together. Uh, he did, he did the cover up, uh, this, this rec, this particular release. I think it's pretty nice. Thank you. Nice work, Sam. That's the kindest thing you've ever said to me. Thank you. You're back on the resume. Really? That yeah. wasn't that nice. I don't, I could have said something way better. I would right. gotta be. I think I gotta be kinder to you, Sam. If you're on the resume, the um, best thing I've ever said to you. I can have said way better really stuff. If you're ever right, Josh, either that's another thing. I could be mostly wrong. I, I feel like we're learning a lot <laughs> about the band this evening. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get into an argument. Never. We've never been in an argument before. Oh, we're about to have a cat. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can't see that, but the cat's called Grizz and it says hi. He says hi. Hey, Grizz. <laughs> hey, Grizz. So, Grizz will also be included um, yeah. in the podcast. We'll make sure that... She, yeah, is Grizz a boy or a girl? Grizz is a boy. Yeah. We'll make sure he's tagged in the, in the show notes for the podcast as well as the single. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He'd really appreciate that. Of course, of course. Have to make sure everyone's included. Um, lyrically, <laughs> I know that this song kind of uh, touches on a little bit of a darker subject matter. Tom, I'm assuming, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that you might have written the lyrics for this song. Are you able to tell us a little bit more about yeah. the, the lyrical content of the song? Um, I suppose I wrote, like, as I can't remember who mentioned it, but someone mentioned before, like the song was written like and recorded a couple of years ago. Um, but the lyrics were recorded then. And I, I guess I was kind of frustrated because I had a friend who, um, was kind of trying to like, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently. I asked Mint Mobile's legal team. If big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation, they said, yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
uh, crack into a specific like into into like the DJ scene in Adelaide, which is pretty small. Um, and she was having a hard time because every like the people she was the the particular place she wanted to DJ at, they were like, I don't know the the way they acted towards her was particularly like misogynistic and not very respectful. And I've heard, and heard a lot of stories about like, um, that or like certain groups like that, like doing those kinds of things, not to name names, but, um, I guess, I guess the song is kind of like a, a bit of like a, it's kind of just touching on that, that idea of like, men in power in like positions of power in music or the music industry kind of like acting as gatekeepers for women and like, yeah, for getting into like the music industry in certain ways. I didn't, I don't think I articulated that very well, but that's kind of what it's about. Um, yeah. hundred percent. Have you, um, have you had much feedback from anyone, um, I guess about the song or someone kind of, acknowledging or even feeling represented themselves in, in what you've been saying in the song? Uh, I don't know. Like maybe not necessarily. Like I think, I think an issue with like putting any specific message into our lyrical content is that generally it's very difficult to hear the lyrics. <laughs> and I feel like that <laughs> is kind of the case with this song as well, even though it is like the mo- probably the most clear. I think that most people don't ne- we, we find that people are always asking what the lyrics actually are. And I think that's kind of the same here. I, I'm also very conscious of the fact that like, you know, I'm kind of expressing my thoughts on something that is not like a, like from like a straight white male perspective, which is not, I don't know. I'm also very cautious of like how I, how I would represent that. And it's just more like my perspective on the thing rather than like, potentially representing anyone else you know what i mean um so yeah i guess it's just more of like a middle finger to those people rather than an attempt to represent anyone else i guess that 100 percent makes sense i can uh, yeah. i can appreciate that yeah uh her and my friend for years in adelaide and then by australia and then by the world uh are known as an incredible life force you guys have toured with a myriad of bands ranging from, I think, what about, like the list was like Gyroscope, Cold Chisel, um, Hockey Dad, um, a, a number of different uh, UK and uh, the Cribs, um, a, a range of bands. Firstly, the break of COVID, how did you guys find that in terms of not being able to tour and not being able to kind of continue the the brilliant live momentum that you guys had begun sam uh honestly I, th- I think we kind of found it a bit of a relief in a way um because not that we didn't like performing or anything like that but um it was kind of nice to just uh in many ways to not have any uh pressure to do anything and not have any pressure to be like oh we've got to be like you know touring you know uh every second week and and stuff like that because yeah she just couldn't do it um so in that sense yeah, I don't know. It was a bit of a relief uh, in some ways. And then now it's been kind of nice because getting back into it, I feel like we're, because it's sort of like reset itself, we're kind of able to get back on um, <clears throat> on our own terms, I guess. 
Um, and, and, uh, yeah. And just like sort of, um, I guess, well, two things, I, I guess, a, it's made us look forward to the shows a lot again. Um, but yeah, B, just like being able to do it a bit more on our own terms. Um, cause I guess we're still, you know, it's not like we make money off of this band. So, um, we still have our, you know, our lives and our work and career and lots of stuff to juggle with as well. And, um, yeah, for a long time, touring was very, very fun, but also a bit of a block in that sense. Um, so yeah, just, uh, yeah, just gave us time to, to refocus on some other things and, um, be home. Uh, and yeah, you know, while a lot of people were, I think, and very rightly so, not super happy with COVID and the effects on their lives, I think in that particular regard, that was quite healthy for us to just put on the brakes for a bit. Of course. I think, as you said, as a, as a whole, a worldwide pandemic is not a great thing, but there were some silver linings to uh, some of the outcomes from that. 100%. Josh, I know that the um, the band recently wrapped up a, a number of dates uh, I think only a few weeks ago in relation to touring the single, what was it like? I know that we've just discussed the break, but what was it like finally being back on the road and being able to kind of reconnect with fans and play the music uh, live? Um, yeah, no, it was super fun. Uh, so we kind of did it over over three weekends. We just kind of did the East Coast in Adelaide. Um, but, yeah, I guess I, by not getting to see... Tom and Sam and kind of be operate as the band kind of as it used to. It was really nice just to hang out and spend some time and kind of, yeah, just play some songs that we spent a lot of our kind of adult lives kind of writing together. So that was really fun. Um, it was cool to catch up with a lot of friends interstate that we hadn't seen for a couple of years as well. Um, and I think I was also pretty worried that we'd forgotten how to do it all. Um, so it's kind of nice to, <laughs> to kind of prove to myself and us that we could, yeah, could still pull off a show and I think did the songs kind of justice. Um, but yeah, I think, um, no, it was, it was really good fun. That's awesome to um, hear. Yeah, I know. And I I think, quick... Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, that's so good. I was, I was pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I did uh, speak to some some friends who did see some of the shows and they absolutely loved it. So I think that the the return of the band was um, well received, at least from the audience uh, side. Oh, awesome! That's that's good feedback. Oh, um, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, the shows were very, very, very fun. It kind of begs the question, and I know that this is a question that bands get asked. All the time. I'm sorry that it's a redundant and tedious question, but um, with with a new single and with a tour, can we expect that there is more music and more things to come from the band later this year? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we will leave it at that. We're not going to let anything slip. <laughs> um, guys, lastly, uh, we would usually ask our guests uh, what they're currently listening to. If there's an album or an EP track, whatever it may be, that's kind of currently uh, caught their fancy. Tom, we'll start with you. We'll go to Josh next and then we'll end oh. with Sam. But, um, yeah, if there's uh, anything that you're really enjoying at the moment. 
Um, I reckon my favourite band in Australia at the moment is a band from Melbourne called Clam, and I keep on listening to them all the time. Um, C-L-A-M-M. They're like the, I reckon they're the best post-punk band in Australia right now. It's really cool. I would recommend anyone to go listen to them. Awesome. Josh, yourself? Um, well, I recently took out all the CDs in my car, but one, and then I forgot to put some new ones in. So I've been listening to Pavement's Wowie Zowie uh, for the last two months um, every day in my car. Uh, my favorite song on the record has a scratch on it, and so it kind of cuts out at halfway through. So I have to listen to the start like four times to kind of make up for the whole song. Um, but also maybe in terms of Adelaide, I've recently, uh, found out about a band called running joke. Um, and I'm really enjoying, uh, their music. Uh, I think it's headed by Tom Matheson, who's done many projects, uh, and I'm a big fan of his stuff. So that is another artist that I've been listening to a lot recently. Um, solid, yeah. solid picks. Lovely. And uh, Sam, what about yourself? Uh, I've been listening to this band called uh, Bachelor. Bachelor? Yeah, Bachelor, which is um, this artist, Jason and Pale Hound, um, working together in a collaboration. And, yeah, Jason is just, like, one of my favourite artists um uh and it's basically just more music by her with with some other vocals and stuff so yeah i've been loving that awesome oh, and choice. The Fontaine's record. Uh, mm. also a very good choice all very solid choices from mm-hmm. all three of you gentlemen um <laughs> thank you very much for your time today congratulations on the single it is called devotion it is horror my friend josh tom and sam thank you again for coming on the podcast Thanks, Simon. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Simon. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Horror, my friend, for their time. Devotion is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the single. We also want to give a huge shout-out to Liz and Jenna at Pius Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns